drop. Do you want to get started with sure, the whole not? truth? The whole truth. The, the whole. The, the whole part of me wants to get going with the whole truth. The whole, whole We've truth. The there you go. Make it louder. There you go. We've been to the future. We've been all around the afterlife. <laughs> you know? Huh? Ted? Huh? The best place to be. Huh? Where? <laughs> oh. Is here. Best time to be. Nah. Have, I, have we ever noticed that before? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I feel like I've heard just dude before. I didn't catch that he's like, it's deep, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a second. We got, I got to hear that again. The best place to be is here. Dude, I, I don't, do not think we've ever got that before. Nah. <laughs> We're like 40 episodes into this podcast. And all oh we can God. say is... <laughs> That's incredible. Let's <laughs> rock! <laughs> 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to a most triumphant return of the number one Keanu Reeves podcast on the internet. It is, of course, <laughs> we, we do... do Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> that was that was good. I think we're we're getting uh, really really fucked up with, in ourselves with this. <laughs> We've just embraced like the throes of like delirium. Oh yeah, going through so many movies. <laughs> when you said forty, we've got to have been more than forty at this point, right? We got to be at like. 60? We're going to be hitting we're close uh, to 60. Uh, well, we're coming up on a year of recording. Because I think we started recording in October of 2019. Okay. Okay. So but, we're closing it. We're, we're around Jesus 50 Christ. or so, I think. Is that possible? I was just looking at the filmography before you got here. We're at... Well, okay. Let's just let's just go on. Let's just go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I just ate Burger King. <laughs> just, just coming up and... <laughs> Horrible ways. Um, I'm gonna look at it while we're talking. You you keep talking. I'm gonna okay, look. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am one of hosts. Oh, right. Brett Battostain. and I am the other of host, Dylan Haas. Whoa, nice, right? That, that was good. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that a lot. And I was like, Is he? What's is he, he gonna fuck it up? What's he, he doing? <laughs> is he? Which direction he's go? Is he going? And I'm super uh, professional. Surprised and pleased me. <laughs> <laughs> Always left me satisfied. <laughs> um, um, if this is your first time listening, which I assume it is, because who wouldn't want to watch the movie we're talking about today? Yeah, it's one of the most popular movies of all time. <laughs> I, I assume. Uh, last I assume. week. <laughs> uh, last week, we of course were talking about. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to say because. Uh, the our timeline got all fucked up with uh, oh. with Bill and Ted face the music by doing our, our special bonus episode recently. No, but I think we I think we, we we fixed that already, didn't we? We fixed that, and so we came back and we watched. Last the, week was the neon Dion. The neon Dion. Neon Dion. Yes, the neon Dion. The neon. The neon demon. With Allison Meyer, yes. uh, which was actually uh, a, a pretty fun podcast. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was actually 
fun to talk about that movie. Uh, and even if like we didn't all like love every aspect of the movie, it was fun <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's going to carry over into today's conversation. Oh boy. But I sure hope oh, so. Oh boy. <laughs> no, dude, we're we're coming up. I mean if we're if we're talking about missing some of these cameos, we're we're down to like less than ten movies. Oh shit. In front of us. Like, oh we got like six maybe. Okay. Depending well. on what you fucking make me watch. <laughs> <laughs> well we did skip the bad batch on oh, your gosh. your recommendation. Yeah. Cause I watched it cause I was, cause you're like, well, fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. And no, anyone out there don't, don't, it's not a Keanu Reeves movie. Don't well, watch it for that. I think the only, uh, the reason, like the main reason I was, uh, kind of interested in talking about it is because, uh, I, I was a fan of that director's first movie, a girl walks home alone at night. Okay. If you ever saw that. It's the, like an the Iranian film. Yeah. The Iranian vampire movie. Uh, really? That's yeah. the same director? Yeah, I know. Wild, huh? huh. And well, I mean, I could, it was a big swing. It just really didn't didn't hit. Well, it also came out around the same time as like Mad Max Fury Road. And so... Which is considerably better. Well, consider, <laughs> considerably better, but they both look like just based on the, the, the previews for The Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, it looked kind of like in that vein, and yeah, I was like so they high. Just, they just took like, yeah, you're gonna take the heroin and lop off two limbs instead of just one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think I was just so high on Fury Road that I was like, I gotta check this movie out at least because like, did you watch it? I started to watch it and then I got so bored and I was like, I can't, I can't finish this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the only the, when we were talking about you were like, because you were like, we shouldn't be doing the Neon Demon, and then <laughs> <laughs> you were like, and let's definitely not do the Bad Batch after having <laughs> yeah. watched it yeah so it's not a huge loss for me but mm -hmm. i i figured it'd be interesting to talk about uh yeah. in yeah. some respect but that's a jason momoa podcast that we're not gonna do oh god don't even get me started on how much i dislike jason momoa <laughs> in general in general eh, he's he's whatever you know what i always say about him i don't, uh, I don't know what you always say about jason <laughs> you Momoa. know what Please. i always say about jason momoa <laughs> is that he seems like the type of dude who uh bullied people in high school uh, but like could get away with it because he could like charm the teachers <laughs> and acted like he was just, he'd like just being like, hey, we're just messing around, right? We're buds. That seems like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, 100%. Like. 100%. But I actually think they're very similar in their yeah, demeanors yeah. and yeah, okay. the way they interact with people. I can see that. Yeah. You're yeah. right. I can, I, can, I can get on board with that picture of him. Which is why I didn't want him to be Aquaman in the DC movies because I was like, Aquaman should be like, Aquaman's fun when he's like a nerd, like just have yeah, him be like, be like little and, and like, just have him be a dork. Like yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like don't try and cool him up. He's a dork. Like he's like a square. Or just don't have Aquaman because what's the point? <laughs> Aquaman is cool, dude. Whatever. Aquaman is cool. He protects the prote fishes. He protects two thirds of the world. <laughs> yeah, but who cares? We don't live on that two thirds. So yeah, but we need it. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need fish. Fish can go have their own lives. <laughs> Most of the oxygen that we breathe is from seaweed. Not me. I, <laughs> I learned that at the Newport I Aquarium. I remember. I remember. You remember how I was just like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Dude, did you know this? Did you know that 70% of the oxygen we breathe is from seaweed? I'm going to tell everyone about it. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, the movie we're talking about <laughs> oh, today is, is 
2016's The Whole Truth. No, now stick with us if you've never heard of this film. <laughs> when did I don't I not one aspect of this film was familiar to me. Yeah, me either. It was not something that was ever on my radar. It was never something I had heard of. Was it's, it did it actually come out or was it like a direct to video? I, I assume it was like, like a VOD thing. It's a Lionsgate movie. Like, okay. Um, and it's like... Uh, Why is Keanu Reeves doing a VOD at this point in his career in 2017, right after John Wick? Like, that doesn't make sense. But it's cool. Like, what do you mean it's cool? I think... The movie's cool? No, the movie not is the movie's not cool. cool. <laughs> but we've talked about this a couple times with Keanu, where it's just cool that he's like... Um, he's never resting... He doesn't seem to doesn't ever be f- resting on his laurels. Yes, but it's cool when he's doing some, like, indie thing... Like, this doesn't strike me as an indie thing. It strikes me as a Redbox movie, which is not the same flavor. Yeah. I mean, I I guess so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't tell whether it is... Well, does it have box office receipts attached to it? Oh, I guess I'm it really does. I'm really looking forward to that part it, of the game here. It probably was like a limited release thing, like sure. would play in like the flicks or something like that. Or maybe not even that. I think it just played in bigger cities and just it yeah. wasn't popular, so it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and then probably just because it out. is not a flex film. Dude. <laughs> no, no, you're right. But I just mean like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like a smaller, like a smaller uh, theater, but not like a not like a dollar theater, not like a real theater type thing. You no, know? I got you. But um, oh my god, this movie. The, uh, so okay, couple of things I want to just. Uh, mentioned right off the bat okay. i going into this movie i was like this is i'm i hate courtroom dramas wait like, a minute you do well here's the thing is when i was watching it, i was like actually i don't hate courtroom yeah, dramas i love courtroom I, dramas. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i when they're done well they're some of the best movies yeah and this movie's not that <laughs> well actually so the other thing too is i think because i was expecting to not i was expecting to think this movie sucked ass mm-hmm. i think i liked it more than I was supposed to. That's fine. That's fine. My my beef with the courtroom drama aspect is that it wasn't, I've seen enough to know what is and isn't plausible for a courtroom drama, right? Yeah. There was plenty of stuff in here. You're like, even if you just watched, you know, LA Law and whatever came after LA Law and in regular TV for, you know, there's, there's always a lawyer show every few years on TV. Right. For as long as TV's been around right. and movies like the practice. Right. So you have a vague idea, a fairly consistent idea of what actually works in a court of law versus what is just TV nonsense. Right. And I, they lean into a handful of things here. Like that. I, I know enough about procedurals that this is not going to fly. Like you don't do this. Yeah. I, well, I, I think there was definitely parts of that, that, I saw on this, but then there was other parts of it where I was like, oh, that makes like, that makes sense. Yeah. It, that's what was frustrating is like, it was doing some of the stuff that seemed very plausible and like in, it, uh, that was consistent with the, what my understanding of the law is of a courtroom law, law and order <laughs> would be. <laughs> and then it would just kind of also pepper in stuff that's like, I, this wouldn't like, even in the rules of what they've already shown in this movie doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. Yeah. Like they'll, fight about you know or or, or, or uh, what is that object to certain things and it seems consistent with you know real law and then just let other shit just keep going you're like well, he was objecting to something that was far less <laughs> off the rails than what's going on now so what's happening 
<laughs> just the judge is like it's one of those judges where he's just like hmm yeah. i'll allow it yeah, exactly <laughs> like, well arbitrarily and, and allowing at the, things at the outset right because it's okay so this the movie's about Keanu Reeves is a lawyer. Right. And he's defending it, it all. He's unfolds. Richard Dick Ramsey. Who cares what his name Richard is? Richard Ramsey. <laughs> is it? It's, I don't yeah, think I ever Richard caught Ramsey. his name the entire time. They call him Ramsey a couple times. <sighs> Whatever. He's a cool lawyer who rides a motorcycle. Oh, I love that he was on a motorcycle <laughs> at the beginning. And I was like. <laughs> and and I'm paying closer attention because you keep bringing up like the opening framing of a movie, giving you some insight to what the film's going to be about. Uh-huh. This one has a very clear one also, right? Oh, yeah. Like he's. He's, uh, he's coming. It's just showing him on a motorcycle riding through Kentucky or something. Right. Uh, Louisiana, rather. And, right. And as he goes past a certain point in the road, the camera just stays there and a rattlesnake goes across the right, screen. Right, right, like, right, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's defending the son of a family friend or, or however you a want to friend. say it. A they, friend. They were like, they, they were, uh, they They're, worked at the same practice for a while. Right. They, another lawyer. Jim Belushi. Jim played Belushi. By Jim Belushi. <laughs> Which is fine. Actually, I don't have a problem with Jim Belushi. He, he can, he's, he's better than I think he gets credit for. I think he just gets discredited because he's such a weirdo and, or such a goon, a goon. He, yeah. But like, he's, and he's also done movies like canine. That's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. he, he's fine. He's fine. Like, and, and he, seeing I actually him, thought he was good. In that's this. what I'm saying. Like when he shows up, like, my instinct is to be like, oh, Jim Belushi. But then you watch him, and you're like, actually, he's fine. He's not a bad actor. There's a reason why he keeps getting roles throughout. I thought he, years. I thought he was really good. In yes, this. he's he's good. He's good. He's just also a ding, ding dong, <laughs> and he's not John Belushi. That's oh, it's right. always been his problem from the minute he got on Saturday Night Live. Is you're not your brother, <laughs> yeah. so that sucks. And he's. 40 years into his career and he's still not his brother. That sucks. Yeah, he's he's kind of like Brian Doyle Murray in that respect. <laughs> well, yeah, except for he's not trying to fill a vacuum. He's just kind of drafting off of one or off of off of a career. It's a little different. A, a little bit, a little but bit. I'm sure I'm well, I don't know how. I wonder I wonder if a guy like Brian Doyle Murray is like I'm just grateful to be working or if he's like I'm tired of living in the shadow of my brother. I forget that they're brothers. So, I think it works. I I I had to remind myself. All right, that's right. That's his 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 bro bra. Uh, okay, that makes yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I I can see that. <laughs> anyway, you'll never mer, well, you'll never like Jim Belushi if you there's only one other person named Belushi. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you see the name Brian Doyle Murray, you're not necessarily going to be well, like that's and, Bill Murray's brother. And he filled his literal shoes on Saturday Night Live, right? Like he his the first thing he did to get out there was go be on Saturday Night Live a few years after John died. Yeah. And John wasn't on the show when he died, I don't think. I think he'd left by then. But still, it was still very recent. It was only like the second or third revision of the crew on there. So right. He just I I can't imagine. Like I'm sure he was just like, "Well, is this the right career choice?" <laughs> I don't know. Saturday Night Live or just always being not my brother. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean. Anyway. So. He's got a job. You he's, know. Got, he's, got he's, got a, a, he's got a better film career than me. So I'll give him credit for oh, that. 100%. <laughs> Significantly better. <laughs> yeah. Way yeah, A lot of more I. people know who he is and not me. True. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, we're just, uh, you know. I mean, not after the release of this podcast, though. Right, I, right, right, I'm right, going right, to right. fucking skyrocket. Oh, duh. Yeah. I'm going to be getting... I'm going to be on, like, the sequel to Glee. I almost called it Glee. <laughs> Glee. <laughs> the sequel to Glee, that's your measure of success. Oh, yeah, because we're <laughs> podcasters like Mark Marin. <laughs> He's on Glee now because of Is his he? podcast. I didn't yeah. even know Glee. It's still on? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It's yeah. been on for 10 years? 
No, it's been on for three years. Glee? Glee. Oh, wait. I'm talking about, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Glow. Glow. <laughs> Oh, nice work. My God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really great podcast so far. <laughs> so, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um, anyway, he's defending the son, the son of Jim Belushi. Who's been accused of murdering murder. his father. And as the, it, it's, it is interesting the way that it, it does a good job of unfolding the story I, in real I time. I really it's, appreciate it, it actually it's how interesting, it's unfolded. And, and it's well done. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it's not perhaps the best overall what they've done but the way they do it is very effective and i appreciated it and it does reveal things in a way that makes you go oh oh like you're constantly like oh that's not expected at all yeah oh, that's they okay. do well, catch so, that uh, yeah a couple of things uh, on that note is <laughs> i like that the movie picks up and the like trial has started right like right. they don't there's no do, waste in time yeah there's yeah. no preamble and that's like one of my things with like a lot of movies i'm like you could just drop like the whole first act. Yeah. Like I get it. Like I get like, you know what I mean? Like I get who. Well, and they do, a, in, especially with a courtroom, because then you can use the details of what goes on in court to fill in those blanks in flashback mm-hmm. form. Or, or in this case, they sort of just do flashback and you're not sure if it's. They do a lot of like with perception. Like, there you go. Who's, yeah. Like whose POV is it of like yeah. who's on, like sometimes it's like a person on the stand is telling their side of the story and it like reveals a little bit about. Yeah. yeah just like, what they the saw of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is smart in that regard. It we, is. Which, which is why, again, I was frustrated by the stuff that was so clearly not intelligent for what it was doing because it had so many other things that were intelligent. Yeah. So. I, I, I think for me, just the, just to say like. Uh, I didn't mind like some of the s- more silliness of the courtroom because I appre- I think because I appreciated how the movie was unfolding. Yeah. So like, and because it like I f- I, d- I felt like it was pretty like well like paced and moved along pretty yeah. quickly. There, I mean, it definitely drags in parts, but like I, I in the overall story, once the whole thing is over, I I was like, oh okay, it did it, it actually filled itself yeah. in, and it was like a perfectly formed narrative it yeah. worked it just had and, like parts that were clunky that yeah and got the other way th- for me right yeah i i totally get that but the the other thing for me too um was that i i actually was pretty like into the central like mystery uh-huh um uh-huh I mean, it was clear what, what what it was, right? Like the 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 sun. I had some sense the, it, it, of it, what it was. It seemed well, and actually, by the end, you're you're not 100 percent clear on exactly what the motivation was, mm-hmm. but it appears to be that the son had murdered his father as a result of the kid was 18, like yeah, 17, he 17. He's about to go to college, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole. He's point. studying law. Or he's going to go study law. Yeah. Right? And it's all because his dad right. is kind of overbearing and he's a successful lawyer, lawyer mm-hmm. but he's also very overbearing and he's a, n- emotionally abusive and implied physically abusive to his mother. Renee Zellweger. Who, it was like 20 minutes in, multiple scenes with her before I was like, oh wait, that's Renee Zellweger. Like, yeah. I'm so dis- bummed out that she did so much work on her face, like like I'm not gonna criticize anyone for getting plastic surgery, especially an actress in Hollywood. I mean, to- that right, fucking right, right. it's a that that area that place just eats people alive. Like, sure. I'm, I mean, whatever her motivations were or hers, it just it it doesn't look like her. So it, well, that's it a, that's kind of the thing me. is I feel like she had 
she had work done. That's what's so such a bummer about it is because it seems like the stuff that she had work done on was the stuff that like made her so like unique. And yeah, I cause guess she, so. Got, it's because it's her lips and her eyes. Is that what it is? I just, I just did not recognize right. her. And then there was something about another. It was honestly just the lighting and the focus on her in a in a scene. You know, twenty minutes in, and I was like, oh shit, that's Renee Zellweger. And her voice is pretty distinct too. Maybe that like, was it's part pretty of it recognizable. Too. Yeah, even if you don't get it at first, there's something. It's kind of like gravelly and, and her demeanor, right? Like right. she has a certain demeanor that mm-hmm. I like. I love Renee Zellweger, right? Oh like, yeah, I She's I was awesome. madly in love with her with Jerry Maguire period like she was she was my girl oh man i, I mean there was a dozen of them but she was jerry, one of them her and jerry mcguire's yes, like she's terrific. fucking amazing and right. me myself and irene <laughs> <laughs> anyway i didn't recognize that was her but okay yeah. so she's the mom the the kid I, honestly i'm surprised i didn't have some kid you'd recognize like basically well i mean jim belushi uh uh Keanu reeves and renee what i feel like i do recognize that kid from something but i, I have no memory of him I, I, even I don't now know. i can't even place what his face looks like oh but. yeah okay i do recognize him he was in uh he was in the movie super eight sure and he referenced that a couple of times i've seen that movie once i don't remember me too i don't remember it well enough um but the other movie he was in that i really liked was kings of summer did you ever watch that i never watched that oh okay. that movie's really good yeah 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 it was one that i wanted to and then it just kind of slid by yeah it's really good it's definitely worth checking right, I'll, out i'll check that out but for sure that's i think that's where i recognize him most from because i've seen that movie okay about, like once or twice i think okay anyway um, so he's yeah. on trial for murder and the and the movie starts you know ken is riding his motorcycle in and the, the opening sequence the snake goes by the most important part of the movie and uh it's the rat at the end of the (laughs) departed (laughs) and he like rides up to the courtroom and he's coming in for the initial uh um hearing right like sentence opening statement or opening statement yeah yeah um not even was it opening statements whatever it is it's the first day of the trial and right uh, and the the boy his name is uh uh mike mike he refuses to speak yeah literally refuses to Mm -hmm. speak like he won't speak to keanu he won't he's apparently not spoken from the moment of the murder we right we, we it unfolds and the opening thing they're walking into a i presumably the the state is going for first degree murder like mm-hmm. homicide first degree yeah the law the uh the judge opens everything up by saying i want a fast trial right like you you don't get to do that with i know enough about the world <laughs> the law right like you're you don't get to fast track a murder trial right a murder right. trial is going to take the time that it takes and right. I, I would actually assume that if a judge made that statement on the record the defense could have an argument to have the entire thing thrown, thrown out because right? yeah. that's you're not giving due due process if you're right. like fast tracking a murder trial so right well i think whatever. i mean but whatever but i think what like what he's saying at least is just like i don't want like well and it no it, no nonsense no no but it also <laughs> serves because the critical the entire action of the of the courtroom drama is keyed on one incident that happens about three quarters of the way through when Michael finally speaks. Mm -hmm. And after that happened, I was like, okay, I get it. Because the thing that you do then is ask for a recess and then put it, you know, get a two week delay to go figure out what he just revealed and and come up with a defense or a response to it. But because he's already at the beginning said, this is going to go as quick as possible. You're not getting any of this bullshit. That 
it's a subtle thing at the beginning so that presumably you forgot about it an hour later in the film that that's why it doesn't unfold the way like you understand a court. I mean, court, right. You know, court cases can take years, right? Like there's no reason to not have a tape for fucking ever. Dude, a DUI can take, but that's my, you can, you can make things stack. You can come up with reasons to extend it. Right. And the, the action that happens at that point in the movie is again, one of those like, yeah, I understand enough about the way courtroom dramas unfold that this would be the time where they'd be like, your honor, this the first we've heard of this, we need time to put, come up with our rebuttal, like at least a day or two. Right. Right. They don't have any of it. Right. So, right. Yeah. Because it's like a pull the little rug pulling at the very end that Michael pulls. Well, I think it's also because like Jim Belushi is a lawyer. Like, so everybody kind of like knows him. And so I think, and also because they think it's like an open and shut case and stuff like that. Sure. You know, that's all fine. that stuff. All of this stuff, whatever. So it doesn't like, it doesn't. Well, yeah, because he's, he's, you know, the, the, the case that's stacked against him is he won't speak. His palm prints, handprints are found on the knife that's still plunged into. And he admitted it. And, yeah. And he admits <laughs> to doing it. Right? right. So it's all, that makes sense. That's fine. Right. <laughs> but y- y- totally. But the, the thing that I, I, where so it's all as like people are going up on the stand like their perspective of the story is being revealed so we have like a flight attendant who was like an attendant on the private plane that jim belushi's character and mike were on like coming back from colleges yeah yeah and then seeing colleges stanford specifically right neighbors he wants wants his kid to go to stanford yeah his kid doesn't want to go to he wants to go to reed and it's like neighbors and stuff like that and a lot of it is centered around this like uh party where everybody kind of saw like the real uh yeah he gets drunk yeah he gets drunk and he's just wildly rude to Renee Zellweger and his wife. Like, and even if that's an exaggeration of just one event, like it all makes sense. But I also know in a courtroom drama, like it doesn't matter. You're not the guy, the character of the dead person's not on trial. It's the character of the person who murdered him. So all of that. Yeah. Well, I think like they make, uh, Keanu Reeves talks. Oh, really quick too. There, I, the fact that there's narration in this movie made oh, me, that's right. that pissed me off. I, yeah. there's, I can't think of a single like movie where narration makes it better. Uh, the, actually the devil all day long wasn't too bad. I, I, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's, it's good. Unless it's like a, uh, like you know, the, the big Lebowski. Yeah. Big Lebowski <laughs> yeah, yeah. where it's like, uh, an, like an omnipresent type thing. Yeah. And that's or, what it is in that movie. Too. Or like, I mean, Arrested Development does it really good, but like, <laughs> yeah, the omnipresent view, but this is, yeah, it's Keanu. It's right? Keanu. Yeah. yeah and yeah, he's yeah. like, I, I hate it because like, I've forgotten that it happened, but you're right. He, yeah. He's, he's never telling us anything that we couldn't infer from the movie. Yeah. And so that always makes me really, that's always what narration does. And it's always so fucking annoying where I'm just like, I don't need you to tell me what's going on. I am smart enough to yeah. fucking understand it. No, and those other omnipresent ones, they're giving you a little bit more about what's in the mind of the person that you couldn't hear it any other way. Right. Other than like gearing the whole film around that person for a while. Right, yeah. So yeah, you're right, you're right. He's just... It's like the narrator in Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the original like version of it the, or whatever. The film released one. Or the, the Theatrically theater, released one, yeah. yeah. He was looking for what we were all <laughs> looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Rucker Howard gives this beautiful soliloquy about being like tears in the rain yeah, and yeah. I've seen things you couldn't imagine and then Harrison Ford 
comes on. He was looking for <laughs> all the things we were all looking for. We're apparently all just teardrops in. <laughs> we're all androids dreaming of electric sheep and all Blade Runners running blades. <laughs> uh, so, do you have the, Do you have that like written down in front of you? Or something? That's amazing. Dude, that was all improv, dude. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that I hate that. Yeah, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, I like the stuff of like the uh, or what I was gonna say is that uh, Keanu Reeves is uh, like makes it a point to say that like you can do. There's a type of like case you can uh, come up with or an argument that you can have where it's like uh, uh, like preemptive self defense. I think is what he calls it. Maybe where oh, like I think I wrote it down. Where did it? Uh... Where it's like if you can, if you if defense of others, defense of others. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the defense of others, defense. Yeah, um, I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> really, I, quick. whatever. I mean, that's fine. It, it, they're laying out something that is consistent within the film. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, it, I guess it is like a real thing. It is like, but it says the right of a person to protect a third party with reasonable force against another person who is threatening to inflict force upon the third party. So right. basically, like. He's argue, his argument is going to be like Boone was going to like hurt or kill them. And so Mike killed him first, basically. Right. 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 Um, so that's what he's trying to, that's what he's built his whole case around. But uh, Mike is not talking. We're also. No, he, and, and he's, he can't like, he points out that like, because Mike won't talk, he can't really build a defense. Right. Because he can't, he has no input from the defendant. Right. For what happened. And then he brings in a, another character to be his his uh legal his assistant mm-hmm. attorney on the on the case right and it's gugu mbatha ra yeah which it was a strange to have that character on there at all and they even say at some point it was just to have her at one point be the cross examiner because she was a woman of color right didn't they reference that and i, I still didn't see what what that had to do with anything other than some weird lob at jury influence right because the jury had like you know you know whatever a handful of black and white people men and women on it right yeah it it was a weird i i guess it was just a showcase for how do you say your name i wrote it down gugu mbathara yeah gugu mbathara i i guess like just to get her some acting credentials i mean she was fine she's no she's good in the movie she's a great actress she's been in other stuff but yeah i just was like they didn't need her character oh no her character was entirely pointless and and even the backstory with that character too there's so much backstory never pays off and it's insane and, and there's one moment at the end where her character almost has a reason to be there because she begins to suspect what we find out is the ultimate reveal of the film of wait of the what the ultimate reveal no 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 of the what what of the whole truth (laughs) (laughs) you're right oh my god i forgot that's the name of the movie thank you good point but then she doesn't like we're just supposed to accept that she understands the whole truth and just walks away like she's like okay cool well looks good to me right like like they like she couldn't like come up like with a case against Keanu. Keanu and, Reeves. Okay, I guess we should just do the spoiler cuz no one's going to ever watch this movie anyway, right? Well, but, sure, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't want to you don't want to wait till the end. Oh, you don't no. want to reveal it in real time. I just did, so <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> just kidding. I, I won't do well, that. Well, and it does cuz I'm I'm struggling with how to parse apart what bothers me about the whole thing anyway because 
they're building defense. And so he's like, since Mike won't talk, we're going to do the rope-a-dope, which is to say they're just going to get pummeled by the the um, prosecuting attorney and then pull the defense of others thing at the very end. And so it's going to be this like build up, build up that it's clear that he did it, clear that he did it, and then really hammer what a bad character Jim Belushi was. And that will like somehow be he even says it right that it's like so much overwhelming evidence that people on the jury will feel th- bad they'll, they'll want to have an underdog effect and yeah. they're gonna go for that that's an insane tactic in a, <laughs> in a murder trial it makes no sense but right but okay they've built it up that michael won't talk so he's got no choice to do anything i mean he, he right. can't do a defense and, Ke- and yeah and i think did we mention that keanu reeves and uh Boone were like friends. They're like colleagues. They were and colleagues, yeah. or and he's or actually like their fan, like on retainer as their family lawyer. Right. He's at the party that there's a couple different perspectives. He was also there at the party, right. so he also saw all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Boone is just an asshole to his wife, right? Like, she is like yeah. a pretty face that he married, and he just always denigrates her for being not educated, and thereby in- yeah. inferring that she's just stupid. Because and, and they're like super rich, super they're rich, like incredibly and, wealthy. Yeah. And and, and he is a cocky, wealthy lawyer, right? Like, yeah. th- he's the embodiment of why everybody thinks lawyers suck, right? Like, he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. Doesn't have has no regard for everybody. Like, yeah, and or, he's clearly fucking around on Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. Like, they they keep showing like bringing up. I, it makes no sense why they bring the people like the the flight attendant from the private jet and then the private driver, right? They bring him up to <laughs> put him on the stand to talk about it with the inference that obviously they're lying, right? Like. About not picking up hookers, not picking up, or not hookers, but uh, uh, um, just women. Women, yeah. I, I, presumably they're they're uh, call girls, but whatever. To party with him, yeah. Right? Like somehow that's supposed to be building a defense that says this guy was his character was bad. He was bad to his wife, bad to his kids. So it was justified murder, right? Like unless right. it's a physical, like I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Lots of people. Or deserve to die. It doesn't mean you get to walk free if you murder them. Right. right like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people yeah, yeah, are yeah. terrible people, but you don't get to go and jack enact your own vigilante justice on them because right. they were beating your mom. It just, that's a weird thing to lean all of this. Yeah. On, lay I, all of this. I on. mean, especially like it, to me, it seems, I mean, that seems like the type of stuff you would do that you would start to like, dive into more like a sentencing yeah where you're like yeah 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 where to you're be like, more lenient yeah exactly like, he like is going to jail like he's guilty yeah. he killed his dad like but, but his dad was an asshole and abused him and abused his mom like yeah or it, like it, dro- yeah, it didn't come in a vacuum it, or it, reduce the charge like to right. second degree murder or right. something like that and right. like sen- sentence him like but which is in, fine anyways and in the what they're presenting at that point in the film they're like he because he, he does keep turning Keanu does keep turning to Michael and to his assistant or whatever you right. call her um, and being like this is all I got right you won't right. talk to me you won't tell me what to do so this is the best I can do and it's not going well right right and b- b- you're right so I, I, well the other thing too <laughs> is that um, the I don't there oh did they I think they mention at the beginning the judge does that like he's being tried as an adult is that sure is that did they mention that i think so and that's fine that happens all the time right I no mean, it happens all the time they they charge oh, yeah, 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 yeah. teens as adults whenever it fits oh the dude, narrative i listened to an episode of uh behind the bastards recently yeah uh, all about like child incarceration yeah. and it was uh mortifying sure. it's fucking insane sure. but but so yeah you're right but I think it's important to note that in in the regards to the trial because he's 17, but he's being tried as an adult with first degree murder, which all seems like 
incredibly harsh. Like just well knowing I mean, the circumstances surrounding it, like Well, but he admitted to the murder. Right. And it appears by all accounts to be preconceived. So what else are you But why? Do? Like why does it seem like that? Because he's plunged a knife into him and then just sat there <laughs> and like yeah, but that doesn't, to me, that doesn't necessarily, imp- that to me, that implies I, more I guess of like right. a crime of passion. Yeah, like, I guess, like a but you know, voluntary manslaughter, a, you know? Well, and don't they have something to the effect that the prosecutor's also using this to try and like leverage a, a career move? Is, am I putting that just, that just seems like I'm going to miss regular, that. I don't know. And that's <laughs> always what happens <laughs> just in one movies. Of those like, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, anyway, the other thing that's interesting, like there are parts of this that it's, it is an intelligent way of telling the story. Well, this is the, the only the director's second movie, okay. I want to say. It was directed by Courtney Hunt, and she had directed one other movie before this, like eight years prior to this movie coming out, I think. Like it was a pretty long gap, but I think the other one um, actually had like a bit of like uh, acclaim, like at least like at festivals or something okay. like that. Yeah, I mean... The storytelling in this is good. It's just some of the stuff that I feel like the they technical just, stuff. Yeah, I feel like they kind of like hand wave a few things to get through it, and that bums me out. But like the th- okay, so they also introduce somehow someone maybe Renee, Renee Zellweger on the stand talks about it. How intelligent Mike is, right? Like he is like almost a savant when it comes to like legal aspects right and like yeah. the evidence they have is he like solved some weird neighborhood crime that was going on and like yeah, it's just yeah. like he's just super he can see all the pieces and see how to put Which them by, together but by the way that's not what lawyers do that's what detectives do that's a good point <laughs> that's a good point Lawyer, lawyers do not solve crimes <laughs> well no but but the the mental process of seeing how to put all the pieces together and and form it in the way you want it that is more like what a lawyer does and a detective actually. So no, this is a little crossover. A little but, bit. But the point is, is at the end when Michael does suddenly decide he's going to speak, it becomes clear that all of his being silent, all of him's like walking them to a point where he is just against the fence. And like, there's almost no, de- there's no way of coming out of this without going to prison and, and being killed or, mm-hmm. you know, having a uh, lethal injection. He's, done it intentionally right because then towards the end he just out of the blue goes up on the stand Mm -hmm. and reveals that he killed his father because his father had been sexually molesting him for forever five years he says it started when he was 12 or he's 17 so his his father had been doing it to him for, for five years five years right and that is an interesting because that is the perfect, like, yank the rug out, like, oh, shit. Okay, this is a crime of passion. This is, like, yeah something that's, ex- you know, he could... I, I still don't know that you get exonerated. Like, I think that just moves it to manslaughter or something, potentially, right? You don't get to just murder someone for doing that to you. I don't remember. I think they just... It's just a hung trial, right? Well... Isn't but, that what happens at the end? No, they... No, they... No, they say not guilty. Not, not guilty, yeah. He's not guilty, but... I to me like again he's that's still, a, that's course, the type of thing that would come into play more in like sentencing. Well, no, I mean, it would be that's where this is what I was talking about before because when he because he just goes on the stand and says it right like Keanu doesn't know it's right. coming the the prosecuting attorney doesn't know it's coming. No, I just mean in regards to like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you would like exonerate like well, do not guilty like people, part of it then they use it to go and call into question the validity of some of the prosecuting attorneys. 
witnesses. Uh, witnesses. So yeah. that's that's what I mean. Like he's like a, a savant about how the process works, and he knows that if he says this, then it calls into question all of the things that were already used to say he's guilty. Right. They're like, oh shit! Now you can't you can't take any of these people's arguments seriously because now they're lying on the stand if they if they stick to what they said before right so it, it it's an it's a slick move I, I kind of appreciated that part of it and because the judge had said we're not we're not doing delays right the prosecuting attorney's stuck he can't like take time to go recall in somebody to refute what he said because there right. was there was somebody who could refute it if given the time to like reveal review the the data I don't remember right. what it well, was well and the other thing too is that the, the basic like thesis that Keanu Reeves character presents is that everybody lies. Oh, so true. Even on your, on the stand, like yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody, the judge yeah, and lies. That's, that's one of the side lie. things with, with Goo 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 Goo. I don't want to call anyone named Goo Goo. I don't want to call anyone the name Goo Goo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, where they have like that, that weird interplay where he's like, so did you, did you figure out what, you know, who was what lying? Did, what did I lie about? What did the judge lie about? Fucking so dumb. Like, yeah, I hated that. <laughs> I, I see. Yeah, this, there's no reason to have anything take place outside of the courtroom in this. Totally, movie. <laughs> like totally. It just only needs to be in the courtroom. The the dynamic between Keanu and Gugu, <laughs> Keanu and Gugu, dude, Gugu does. Dude, I'm, I'm going like full David Letterman, Oprah, Uma, <laughs> oh, Gugu, no. Keanu. Oh Gugu wow! Oh no, god, damn it! <laughs> if I ever host. The Emmys or the Oscars in a, a David Letterman fashion. I am going to, of course, open with we got Gugu Mbathara here, yeah, and we got Keanu Reeves here. Gugu Keanu, Keanu. no, stop, <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, but their their whole it doesn't thing, go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. If it it's went totally somewhere, it would be fine. But it's it totally didn't go anywhere because like. We didn't need her. Ba- First of all, let's talk about her backstory. She got uh, put away into like a psychi- psychiatric hospital because she was stalking a former like boss, right? Or was, a, a former. Uh, um, he was a partner at the the firm that she was working at, like just out of like grad school else. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Out, of, out of law school. And he was married, and she started stalking him and stuff. And she, which is complete bullshit. She is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. That that is nonsense. That, are you implying only uggos are stalkers? Yes, hundred percent. That's what I'm implying. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Go look it up. <laughs> I promise you, ninety-eight percent of the people who are like insane stalk people, stalker people, are people that you're like, ay, ay, ay. I don't know. I've had, I've, I've known some. Uh, some. No, you haven't. You're full of shit. You're <laughs> filling in blanks because it doesn't seem reasonable, but. Why? A, she's a beautiful woman, and there's oh, a no. reason why there's a connection there with the with whatever. And the guy's like, "Yeah, no, she's stalking me. Like, I have no desire to have this intensely beautiful woman want to spend all her time with me." Wife, yeah. who, who just saw that this beautiful woman is trying to get a hold of me. Sure, um, but uh, yeah, she went to a psychiatric hospital. She's like, she's there because Keanu's friends with her dad or something like no, that. No, yeah, the dad is a, a renowned lawyer in the area right like, right and he's passed away right oh okay i, I thought that was part of it okay. is that he had passed away and because like, even the judge is like doesn't oh, matter <laughs> that's my point is yeah. like unless this story should be about from her perspective of like because it almost it should be right it should be her doing the narration it she's, should be her because she's the only one who besides us 
as the audience. She, to should, be she should be like our POV character. Right. She should be like our end. She should be the one that we're That's kind of I'm like following through this. It should be this. her narration of what she's seeing unfold in exactly. front of her. Oh, a hundred percent. But it's not, it's his. Yeah. It's Keanu's. So because she's, she should be like our proxy because she is the only one here who doesn't actually know what right. happened because we find out at the end that it's, everybody's in on it. I wonder if that was something that was originally in it because that would explain why her character has the backstory, has so much prominence. And then whatever money people were like, yeah, but you got Keanu Reeves. We need this to be around Keanu, not, not goo goo. Mm, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if I there wouldn't was be surprised. Cause but especially cause so, um, who wrote the movie? Is it written also by the no, director? It was written by Nicholas, uh, Kazan. Okay. Whatever. Uh, oh, but, whatever. Oh it's shit. Just, that's Zoe Kazan's dad. Okay. It, whatever. It just, it, <laughs> that's it, pretty cool. It just doesn't really make sense. To oh, have. he fucking wrote Matilda. And Bicentennial Man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. The guy who wrote Bicentennial Man? <laughs> he also wrote Fallen. I don't know what you're talking about. Denzel Washington. Mm. What? Isn't Denzel Washington in Fallen? I don't think so. I feel like I've I think he dialed is. in on most. He is in Fallen. It's the one where like a serial killer is like jumping from body to body. Oh, I didn't know that's what that was called. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Goodman's in it too. Yeah, yeah. No, that movie is... <laughs> weird yeah <laughs> it's weird that that movie weird. got made and he wrote that and this um but uh yeah her like she she doesn't pay off at all so the only thing she does in the whole movie is she's able to cross-examine the flight attendant once she comes back on the stand because keanu reeves went too hard at her the yeah. first time she was on the scene yeah, that they, they, that to me i was like that's gobbledygook yeah, <laughs> like, it that's doesn't make any sense no it was and they made some attempt to be like well the jury will appreciate you as a woman going after the woman on the stand like it okay whatever okay it, it could that, that some of that stuff reminded me of like in the devil's advocate yeah where yeah they're like get rid of like jury number three she look at her shoes yeah, like, yeah she's yeah, a yeah, woman yeah. out for revenge and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> kind of i mean i'm sure jury selection is like imp- it is important, it's important no, it, it, for sure I, but I've, again i've watched enough <laughs> movies right. about fucking courtroom procedurals where i understand that this is an art there is sure. something to it sure i've actually been in a jury where they like did the whole like has any has anybody blah 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 and then four people raise their hand like all right these people please just those people leave and yeah and then they just like, yeah. I've never done jury trial, so or duty, jury, ju- jury, duty, jury. I didn't ju- do trial. Ju- I was ju- actually duty, like, duty. <laughs> I've never I was, done duty, duty. <laughs> I was in the like. I made it through however long, you know, mm-hmm. round two, I guess. Like, and then fight. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, at least around here, if you're not in the first like two rows of all of the people, you're never getting picked. Like, it doesn't matter how long you're sitting in there; they only pick for the first. Because then they're just like because it's not that it's just the first 12 people yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. and that's the first two rows yeah i mean i guess there might be i i don't know because the thing with like they'll appreciate you because you're a woman it's like you know a lot of women have like internalized sexism and misogyny <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, like, and you're a beautiful woman <laughs> yeah and this is louisiana and you're a beautiful black woman so what, what are we talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but I mean, at the same time, it is Keanu Reeves. So like, all of this is to say, what the fuck? Yeah, right? a lot of that stuff I don't like. the 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 main stuff that I like, I do like the like the mystery as it's unfolding. Yeah, I like how it's done. Even though like, you like it didn't it it I didn't anticipate that it was going to turn. I I thought the whole reveal was Michael was protecting his mom, and his mom had actually done the murder. 
right? Like that's, that's kind of that's, that's kind of where I thought it was going to go. And that's intentional, right? The film is making everybody think that Renee yeah. Zellweger killed him, Michael, because he came home unexpectedly. Yeah, and that's the whole case is that he came home unexpectedly and murdered his dad Which, while his mom was in the shower. But, that whole thing is especially like disturbing when you go back and look at uh, like Renee Zellweger like on the stand and stuff like that, and right. like her involvement in like the cover up of the true the the true right. crime it's like oh she was like she, she didn't really care about her son either no. she was just looking out for her own which her own we have self. a moment of that towards the end when gugu sees this between right. the interaction between Renee Zellweger and Keanu Reeves which again is why she should have been the central focus of the entire film right but the it turns out you know, okay so we're all it slowly unfolds like they keep revealing a little bit more in the flashback of like mm-hmm. oh no he is in there and he does come and put his hand on the knife right to make sure that it has his prints right. on it right and and at the same time too there's also like um that like the same that party is kind of like going back to a lot of like uh jim belushi like admonishing like abusing his wife in front of everybody in front of everybody he's just a complete cock yeah and like more details of like keanu reeves and renee zellweger's relationship are revealed where she like has that thing where she's talking about like she read an article or something about how when somebody like emotionally (laughs) abuses you it's like essentially like emotionally yeah, yeah. <laughs> and mentally it's like the exact same thing as somebody hitting you right and uh so that's kind of being revealed and so uh like there's also like the the next door neighbor boy who, uh, jim belushi's also like sexually uh, abusing renee zellweger's character they just have rough sex like there's also there's no reason to interpret that as anything more than the two of them just kind of they just do some shit right like it, it looks one way and then it looks another way right like and in the way the film unfolds, it's clear that he's just kind of raping her. But it's also, it would have been interesting to just show it from like her perspective. just like, mm, I just kind of like to get roughed up a little bit. <laughs> That's just my thing. Right. Cause he's just, he's just banging her on the deck. It's not like he's doing anything rough, rough to her. Yeah, well, I, or whatever I mean, it is. They're the, making the, it. They're, the neighbor is watching them he, have sex. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's supposed to be in love with Renee Zellweger. Yeah. So he's not like reasonable. a he, so, so <laughs> 15 year old boy. sees Renee Zellweger. Having I guess sex he, outside. he is a bit of an unreliable narrator, but like they are painting Boone, Jim Belushi's character right. as such a piece of shit. Right. That, like, that's what I, that's what I mean. Right. It's, it's an unreliable thing that the way it's presented there. He hears like what appears to be like violent struggle, and then he comes yeah. out, and they're just fucking on the. You know, if you're a 15 year old kid and you don't, you've never been exposed to rough sex, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, as someone who's engaged in some rough sex, dude, sometimes if you don't know what's going on, it's gonna look fucked up. No, hey, hey, you know, I'm I'm all for it. Like if if you, if two consenting adults are like, let's, that's my point. Let's is, get fucking wild, dude. No, like, I know. I'm all that, for it. That's my point. Is like even her, like it would have, I it would have been confusing for no point. So they have to lean into one narrative. But, but gen- generally people who are having like rough sex and like both people are like into it, into it and yeah. consenting to it, usually like the relationship is, I would say- Solid. It's super solid. It's, it has to be. It's at least way more solid than their, that, one. Th- that relationship. Agreed. Like their re- relationship is already But abusive. again, because of what happens at the very end, who fucking knows, right? All of it has been built now to design the 
the Jim Belushi deserved to die argument to the point where they show her hitting herself with rocks to yeah. have bruising to justify the murder. So all of it, who knows? You don't know at the end. You don't know if all of this was just her to get the fuck out away from this guy to be with Keanu. That well, there's a there's an argument to be made for that because sure, she didn't. Sure, they putting Michael in front of p- potentially going to prison for the rest of his life and getting the lethal injection in order for her to get away from that. Like all of that is so awful. Right? Yeah, in the end, it's just. What the fuck? And the kid's sitting there quietly and like he's going to do his own little thing at the end to like get himself exonerated. All of it is like, dude, that was like, all of that was not a, that was very un, un, inappropriate. Very uncool, Renee. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's uncool, mom. Very uncool. Because he even asks her, he's like, did he actually abuse you? And she's like, of course she, of course he did. Like, even he doesn't believe it at that point. The son doesn't even believe it, even he, though he's volunteered himself well, to he potentially sa- go to prison. He says, did he actually hit you? Right. So I think so I think it's clear that he was verbally abusing her because right. everybody in the movie is kind of like, yeah, he was an asshole to her. But he's also drunk as fuck. Right. Like, which doesn't legitimize. No. You, you're still an asshole if you're drunk. But again, it doesn't mean that 24-7 that was what life was. Right. It just means sure. that a lot of people saw him be super, super mean to her one time specifically. Sure. All of it. It it, it would have been interesting to have those questions come up so that in the end you're like, what did we just see? Did, was this a justified ending of a super abusive relationship? And now the good person is, you know, the, 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 whatever good people get to move on or did somebody just get fucking murdered because they just wanted to get away from him? And he made it clear, like he wasn't going to let her leave. Right. Like that was, there was also some conversation where right where he said he would kill her no he just he was she interpreted it that way and then they show him saying it after she's already said that it was clear that's what he meant and he doesn't say i'm gonna kill her he just says she can't live without me and like he's like you know what i mean so you've already got it in your head that she interprets that as him threatening her physically and so he says that to keanu reeves and so you're already like yeah he's threatening her but it's also just him being like yeah, she's a fucking, she can't even take care of herself. She can't live without me. I don't know what she's talking about, right? Like, yeah, it would have been more interesting to have that perspective more sympathetic to Jim Belushi's character just to confuse us as the audience to, again, give us Gugu's perception of what's actually happening here. What yeah. is the whole truth here? The what? The whole truth. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and again, with these crappy movies, I'm going way too far into it further clearly than the people who put the film together in the end sure. gave a shit about. But no, sure. it would make it more interesting or at least more engaging for me. As well, well, I mean, this movie certainly like didn't do well. You know what I mean? Like it's got- That's why, I think. Uh, no, totally. <laughs> totally. It's got like a pretty bad like rating on Rotten Tomatoes well, okay. and Metacritic and stuff this like that. This is my and... second or third note in here. And okay, they bring the- the police officer who, who was the first person on the scene right. to the 911 call. And she says, I got a 187, a call for a 187. 187 on a motherfucking cop. That's the California legal code for murder. It's not a national code for murder. That's 187 is the California legal. In, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's I, only California. Oh, I, Those I are thought not it, national. I, it's not a UPS. It's not the UPC code. Oh, okay. <laughs> So no as idea. soon as she said that, I was like, they're in fucking Louisiana. I, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? I would never, I would, to me, I only know. Are you serious? I know 187 from like 
rap songs yeah, in ra- from the movie 187, which takes place in California. Never seen it. Well, okay, but, but it, all of that shit. Yeah, from like It's like California 420, rap. right? 420 yeah. is not the universal code for, you know, whatever, an illegal substance. It's California. It's just California sets all the fucking tones, so you're, you hear uh. about it in rap and shit, but... Well, that's okay. So, so as soon as she said that, I was like, "Who the fuck wrote this?" Like, I, but, I that, but why throw that in? It's unnecessary. Just say I got called in for a a homicide, a homicide, yeah, or yeah. or or take the four minutes to Google that I took to find out what would be the code in Louisiana. Oh, right. Well, it doesn't take effort. <laughs> to me, I, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. 187, I know. I know what that means. I don't care. Like, well, then, I don't care what the actual code is. Then put it in is. Northern California then. Like, why have it I mean, be... that's fine too, but right. I but I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. But it's a legal drama, right? If right. it was just some goofy thing, okay, but this is supposed to be a smart courtroom drama and they don't even use... The, I mean, it's transparent see, to me. See, I don't even know if they're trying... like. To me, I guess the courtroom drama aspect of it is a little bit like I see it as secondary to like the like the mystery. So like, but it's the form in which the mystery is unfolding. I know, but at the same time, I I I guess it's not bothering me as much because like the like. Then like, don't frame it this way, right? No, like just frame it as him like but I, writing I, a journal, I, and we're finding out no, his thoughts. But I'm just I'm I, I'm I'm okay with how the movie's unfolding. Me too. So like the the courtroom drama of it, and like how accurate or inaccurate uh, is not as like I disagree. Annoying, dude, it's but, the whole point. But if you're not, gonna put it in a courtroom, it has to be crackerjack, right? Like. A Few Good Men is entertaining because of how they stick to legal proceedings and show how within the framework of what exists, things can unfold. Yeah, but I guess... And that's what they're trying to do here is show that kind of thing, but then just kind of bend the rules when it fits what they're trying to do, which that's stupid. Yeah, and well, the other thing too for me is that it's... I, I'm not really looking at this movie as like, a good movie. I'm looking. <laughs> but who cares? Dude? I'm looking at this movie as like a, as movie. a red box movie that I rented about smoking pot in the afternoon. Basically, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how. I mean, that's. I, okay. The other thing but too. Why put the time if you're not going to try and elevate to- it, even totally. if that's all it's for? Totally. I I I, I 100% hear you. <laughs> and again, something like that. Like the other thing. Seven? The other thing too is that I I watched this movie late last night. Okay. And it, that's happened to me a couple of times where it's been like Friday night, and I'm like, oh fuck, I have to watch this movie. <laughs> Like I totally put out for a day or so if you want. We don't. No, no, no. Because I like to stick with it. Because otherwise, yeah, like, I know it, it holds me. It holds my feet to the we fire. We got like eight left, dude. We I know. Just we're, keep we're it going, there. bro. And then, and and then we'll just dive right back into another one, <laughs> right, right away. Into the Tony Collette cast. Hey, I'm I'm here for it. If you want to, I totally. We, 100%. We, we mentioned a handful. I, I I do like the idea of focusing on a on a, a prominent female actress. Me That'd too. Be terrific. The only the only other one I would. I would really be interested in doing is John Carpenter. Ooh. I would really be interested in do, going through John Carpenter's movies. Possibly. I also like, I don't know. <laughs> well, the reason I like him is because he ha- doesn't have that many movies. Yeah, that's a good but point. But he, he also has like a pretty high hit rate. Yeah, yeah. No, where, he's, where, got, he's, got a, he's got a clear vision. But then you have Ghost going. of Mars. Well, Ghosts okay. of Mars <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. and Vampires and The Ward. Like his later output is like, what? What is? What are you? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> he got clean. He's no longer fucking high on cocaine. I know. What a shame, huh? 
<laughs> I'm um, just assuming. I don't know anything about that guy. But uh, so I was watching this movie late at night, and I was like, uh, it was one of those things where I was like, uh, I don't really want to watch this movie. I know. And then when, I know, I, when you suggested we do it while we're on holiday in uh, in new in wherever we were, sure. I, I was like, it's not a fun movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's do that with a fun movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, well, that's probably why we never got to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, the fact that I wasn't just, like, s- fucking bored out of my mind the whole time. Okay. I was, like... It, it, you're right. It was engaging enough to not be so, completely so, boring. So yeah. that's why, like, I was, like, all right, the stuff that doesn't work, like, doesn't work. I can kind of forgive it because I'm okay. at least, like, it's at least keeping me engaged yeah. at, like, 1130 at night after like having, like, said, put two kids to sleep. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, and so. you're right. The pacing is 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 sufficient right yeah like it and it's like it's it's well really well acted like uh-huh. by all parties like yep. everybody is yeah even though like the little the 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 supporting the, cast the supporting like, cast but like the, the on the airplane like showing it from one perspective it looks one way and then mm-hmm. when she brings brings the stewardess back up it's now a different like it all it was yeah, yeah. and okay. as like and the reason i guess i keep bringing up like the central mysteries because that's kind of what was keeping me engaged yeah. where i was like interested in seeing like how it unfolds unfolds yeah. where I'm like oh okay like we're getting like little bits and pieces of it the movie's kind of just like moving right along yeah. and it's- again they've been they've used our understanding of movies to give us the impression that oh Michael's covering up for Renee Zellweger actually having committed the murder how is this going to unfold mm-hmm. and at the very last second he shows that he also knows that it was actually Keanu who was in the room who did it Keanu yeah Keanu was in the room yeah. which actually so at first, I wasn't sure if he knew Keanu did it before or after he decided to take the fall. But I think it was after because it's after like the you're right after the he, cops show the up. The cops show up and he's and, already said and I he did sees it. the watch. Yeah, after and then he sees Renee pick it up. Right. So yeah. he realized you're right. So he didn't voluntarily volunteer himself to stand in for his wife, his mom. Right. You're right. No, that's a good point. Right. Because that. Also, okay, I hadn't really thought that because my takeaway was like, so Keanu's defending this kid knowing that he's actually the person who committed the murder. Yeah. And he knows the kid just volunteered himself. That's fucked up. But I guess because he does say at the beginning, like his opening narration where he's just kind of staring off like contemplating, which turns out to be at the end rather than at the beginning, but they show it at the beginning. Um the idea that the kid, like he has to get the kid off and that makes better sense that he volunt like he didn't, I think they intended to just have Renee Zellweger go to court, right? Like, cause he killed him. Mm-hmm. They pre, you know, he was hiding in the house waiting for the Jim Belushi to get home. Renee Zellweger's in the shower, hitting herself with rocks and, and kind of stabs him. So clearly their plan was to like, have it be a crime of passion. Like right. she's going to be all bruised up and she murdered him. And, to I'll, protect be, and I'll be able to get you off. Right. And then the kid comes in unexpectedly and puts his hand on the knife. And now he has to get the kid off. Right. And you're right. So again, now talking about it, like, Oh, that makes sense. And then the kid gets quiet because he's like, Oh shit, how am I going to do this? Because I know this guy who's defending me. Mm-hmm. is actually the murderer mm-hmm. and but if i tur- like if i yeah if you, what are you gonna if do he, if you, he go- well plus two like if keanu goes his mom goes too right like that's a good point as too. an accomplice yeah well and also you're lo- i don't know I, there's a there's a some kind of i don't know what you'd call it that you know if if keanu like you don't he just saw you know, keanu might decide to just be like 
what are you talking about? No, you're the murderer and just like have him take the fall. Right. Like whatever. Yeah. It, like I'm out, you know, right. like I, I can't represent you anymore. Right. I don't know. Cause that, is that illegal? Can a, can a lawyer quit like in the middle of a case? Uh, I think there has to be like extenuating. I don't think you're allowed to just walk away as the defense attorney. I don't know. I think there has to be some, like if the defendant doesn't want you, then yeah, they can get rid of you. But yeah, I yeah. think there has to be a something justifiable or else it's, you know, you're probably going to go to jail too. Right. But he could like tank the case. He could yeah, like he could do any, any number of things. Mike, just... Mike is such a savant at it that he knows that like, yeah, yeah. there's nothing he can do. Yeah, He's trapped. It's, it's, He's... it's a, it's close to a really interesting drama yeah and i i guess i i i wasn't super thrilled with the reveal that keanu, keanu done it no me neither it. i was like oh man that it's a little of... it's a little too um it's a little too small like it makes like the i guess it's like that type of thing where i don't know like it's the type of thing in like the star wars prequels where like <laughs> you see that like everybody was like related to each other and it's just like ah, oh, that just doesn't make it feel like it just makes it feel too like circular and too, uh, like, too insular. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, the fact that it was Keanu and he was in on it the whole time just adds like too much of an extra yeah. like twist to it. Where I was like, I feel like the twist that like it was his mom and he was covering for his mom that was good is enough. good enough. Yeah. Like, I don't need like an extra like. But well, it was actually Keanu too. Well. I don't know. I, I still I, think if they had been doing it from another person's perspective and that came out, oh, yeah. that would have been better. It if it was, if we were going through Goo Goo's eyes, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's going to be the name of my first, uh, like alt rock, like Goo Goo's eyes. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like a real thing. Um, my hit album, my number one album, Goo Goo's eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, I guess, puts it together. She puts it together that it's Loretta. She doesn't put it together that it's Keanu necessarily. I guess. Well, no, because then she perceives the way that Renee Zellweger, Loretta. Mm -hmm. Why did you just change her name to Loretta? We haven't referred to her as Loretta the whole time. <laughs> Um, it just I, popped into your brain. Yeah. Um, but she puts it together by the way she and Keanu embrace when the um jury comes when the verdict comes out. Right. Like there's something very affectionate, like the way she well, touches no, the was, back of his head. Or wasn't something. there something about there was something before that? There oh. was something before that where she, oh, like when they're in the hotel room, I think, where she's like, "Is it just?" Uh, it's it's after it's after Mike goes on the stand and Gugu is a is like a world class bullshit detector and she's like and she realizes oh, yeah. that like Mike is lying yeah she's able to put it together that he's lying because she just has some innate ability to tell when people which are lying. is why they brought her on yeah because exactly. that doesn't serve any purpose for anything no. other than to be cool yeah 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 she's good, like an X Men <laughs> so she can tell she can tell that Mike's lying and then when she brings this she accuses Renee Zellweger Loretta of actually being the killer uh kind of like subtly oh okay but not oh that's subtly, right they, like they meet passive aggressively of, yeah, yeah 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 and then she goes to talk to keanu about it and she accuses like keanu of like having a thing for her or something okay. like that like basically like why are you so invest like why are, like yeah you know, like, and he's just like, well, what can we do? Like this kid, like they don't care. This kid's is like handprint was on the knife, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, and that's, I think what she, when she's like, oh, like 
I think there's I think yeah, there's, there's something else. There's something else going on. Yeah. I who cares? And so yeah, Keanu Reeves and Renee Zellweger were were having an affair. I believe so. I think that was that, that wasn't was, that was the reveal that like towards the very end, like they were actually together. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't. They left it kind of ambiguous. I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's definitely. That was my reading too, but I just yeah. wasn't sure if I was like just. Well, why else would he murder her husband for her, right? Like, yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but they never like show them like kissing or anything like that. Right. They never show them like in doing what you do in a relationship with somebody. You know, other, <laughs> yeah, having sex. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> is that what you? Is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm having an affair, for sure. Because what's the point? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Most of my affairs are just us like hanging eating out, popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, just farting around. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the real, the reveal that Keanu was actually like the actual killer. Yeah. I could, I would even be okay with him, like accepting that Loretta was the killer. Like I would be okay with that if he was like, yeah, I knew she was the killer the whole time, but like, what was I going to do? You know, like I, I was dealt these cards. I got to get this kid off. Right. Um, and someone's got to get me off. You know what oh I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't, I yeah, don't know, man, I don't know, but this, like, why did this movie get made at all? I, I didn't think it was that bad. I know, but why? I, I mean, what, it wasn't bad, but it also, who it's cares? a courtroom drama. I mean, courtroom. But not well done. No, no, no. That's no my but point, like, as right? like, like it, as, as, a, as a, but I think like as the like a person who's a like a new director and is like okay gets but, a script from the guy who wrote Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> so an adaptation of a book. Yeah. Okay. And um, I mean, but he's like, he's it's fine. He's I, I, I get what I you're saying. Wanting to do a courtroom drama, but and then Keanu Reeves being like, yeah, I'll, I had a great time doing a courtroom drama in the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, Renee Zellweger's on the comeback <laughs> tour after having like been a recluse for a while and not really getting work, and then she comes back with a whole new look. Shut <laughs> up, man. And this kid, this Mike kid, he's like a, no, a young actor. He's no. like, hell yeah, I'll do this like courtroom drama with Keanu Reeves. No, but the- and Jim Belushi's like, oh yeah, I gotta be. An <laughs> I'm asshole. Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, according to Jim. Oh, um, boy. So I get it, and it's like it's a Lionsgate movie, so it's like got like a pretty like measly budget you know where they can just be like yeah we'll give you x well, amount it's just the distributor right like that that doesn't have really anything to do with anything but how and it didn't get distributed <laughs> <laughs> well it I got mean, distributed to red boxes and yeah. so rented for one dollar a pop yeah i mean people who probably well, never yeah, bothered it, to watch i mean it. it's lionsgate premiere so yeah that's like the direct-to-video and vod branch of lionsgate is it okay I don't yeah know. i just looked at i just okay. it just popped up i hovered over it on wikipedia and that was like popped up and i was like oh that's okay that's Makes great sense. information yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for this right this exact second <laughs> and we'll never come in <laughs> i don't i mean <laughs> never I, be I hear what again. you're saying i i took the note this this whole movie is like someone saw a few lawyer shows and decided to write a lawyer procedural, a legal procedural. Yeah. And I guess I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with that. Like, uh, just for someone to be like, yeah, I just have always wanted to write a crime drama and I did, I knew this was my shot. Like, this is the one that I I put out there. They just, I I don't know. I just, I take it for granted that if you're going to spend the time, you're going to try and do it right. And there's just a couple things where you're like, 
Because he even he, okay, at some point but he I, introduces evidence and he says, and as a courtesy, I'm going to give a copy to the prosecutor. That, that's not a courtesy. That's part of how the law works. You don't get to well, introduce evidence and not share it with the other the other lawyer, right. the other team. For it's sure, just, that's part of it. All, all, as a courtesy, I brought some for you. Like no, all of the law, all of the stuff that you've talked about is stuff that I like. It took a mental note of in my head too of being like that's not real yeah uh, but at the, so for one thing at the same time i've also seen enough lawyer dramas crime dramas where a lot of times they just don't really seem to give a fuck anyways like a lot of crime drama movies are just like and i don't like them anyone no, that doesn't i don't like them they, they drive me crazy see i think it's why you're like i don't like these kind of movies because part of you is just like it feels offensive to your your intellect because no. you're like i know this isn't real <laughs> but it's never it's sometimes it, like i can be i can be like that's stupid but also i don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like but other part, but, but like, the other thing too, but like the, my that, cousin Vin, uh, Vinny, sure. is super entertaining, right. super smart, and legal proceedings accurate. Makes sense. I get right? it. It's I get not it. that but, hard to do and still be engaging. But that's a great movie. <laughs> this okay, is, this but, is not a great movie. This is like a movie that I'm like, this is passable because it's not. But there's not a lot that they would have to do to make it still fit the framework of that level of good intention right? I, like i guess so it's just lazy writing is the, what it is <laughs> the other thing is that i'm also a little bit more forgiving because it is uh like a director's second movie I, and I, I hear you. I and feel you. Because, uh, and yeah, because like you, you, of the budget. The budget right. too. Like I was just about to say, like, you, you're working within your constraints. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I don't want to compromise on this, but maybe you had to. That's fine. Also, okay. too, like, a second-time director might not necessarily, like, um, have, like, the freedom to, like change the script on the fly especially when it's somebody like an established screenwriter you you know so like i'm i'm just a little forgiving about stuff like that because it seems like the person who wrote it uh uh probably just didn't know what they were talking about and then the director was like well i have like a a vision like a an idea for what this movie could be and how it could look and how it could unfold and I, that's the stuff that I'm like, that's pretty well executed. Like, I appreciate yeah, I the agree. fact that like- They did the, a good job executing what they so had. So the courtroom drama stuff to me is like, one, in a movie where I thought I was going to be so bored and hate all of it, the fact that there was like, a yeah, okay. chunk, like big chunks of the movie where I was like, I don't hate this at all. And I yeah. kind of like it. Okay. I was like, that was like, I think just uplifting to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So yeah. I, just the fact that I didn't hate all of it, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" <laughs> God damn it. I'm happy. So about wait, this. okay. So what was the budget? Okay, so do, do they have any of that information? They do on the, yeah, on the yeah. interwebs. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, do you want to take a guess for the budget? For the budget, yeah. Um, uh, oh wait, I forgot. There was this one line I, I wrote down at the very end. The jury believed Mike and ignored the facts and the law. Oh my God! <laughs> a specific line for a way from they the came narration. From the narration. From yeah. the narration. That is fucking stupid. <laughs> that was very ignored stupid. Ignored the facts and the law, and we're supposed to applaud that. Nice job. <laughs> I mean, fuck the law first of all, but oh my you know, God. no, you don't. Just, that, no, just on principle, fuck the law. No, but, no. Um, oh my God. But, okay, my budget guess yes. for this film. That is such a stupid line. <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. Budget. Uh, right. nine million dollars. Hey, you were actually pretty close, man. 
What is it? Uh, seven point nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. pretty close. Yeah. And then, do you do you, what did they do make? You, do you want to guess? <laughs> they made a forty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. Uh, did it get released in the theater? I, I think it was did like because I mean, does it have box office? Like it calls it box office because it does call it box office. All this is going to change now, especially with this last nine months. Oh, right? like how they're going to a hundred percent. Okay, I've, I have actually been keeping track of a couple of these movies, like Mulan and like right. Bill and Ted Face the how Music. Are they, how are they registering uh, money take? I guess or whatever. Well, like box so, office. I mean, so those movies are. I mean, it's the same like Mulan costs $30 on Disney plus okay so like every household that so they're just they're just kind of hand waving that it's the same kind of calculation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so, but but for this movie not a seven million dollar budget I'm gonna guess mm, 13 million box office <laughs> was I close to the first time wait what was your first one 45,000 you were close to the first time. <laughs> For real, did it make under a million? It made just over. It okay. made uh, worldwide. It made one point six million. <laughs> worldwide. Uh, so uh, are they counting someone's download while they were traveling to Singapore? Uh, well, it wasn't released <laughs> theatrically. It's it was on movie. It's on airplanes. That's what yeah. <laughs> it wasn't released theatrical theatrically in um, uh, in the United States. It was mm. just VOD in the United States, but it did have a great great run in mexico <laughs> oh are you fucking kidding me in yeah. mexico whatever yeah i made seven hundred and sixty three thousand dollars in mexico so for they, sure this movie was released to be on airplanes right like when you're tr- flying international and mm-hmm. there's like 20 different movies to choose from and there's always a handful you're like i never heard of this yeah uh airplanes or just like a red box dude red box yeah just a movie that like pops up on amazon prime for yeah, free yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. i could watch 20 minutes of this while i pick my butt for a while <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And this was on one of those services, right? That's how I watched it. It was on Prime, I guess. No, I, I had to rent it. I rented it. It was on one of them, dude. Dude, fuck you. Are yeah, you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. Was, I didn't pay for any of dude, these. Dude, for, for standard def for this movie, I paid like $4. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty yeah, I think it's stupid. on Hulu, dude. It's on something. Shut up. No, it's not. Or no, it's on it's on Netflix. Oh, I actually recently just canceled our Netflix subscription. Oh, okay. I'm boycotting cuties. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my kidding. God. I'm just Fuck kidding. Fuck you. I, I canceled it because I was like, because we had Disney Plus, Hulu, Disney Hulu Plus. Amazon yeah. Prime, yeah, and yeah. Netflix. And I was like, we got to get rid of at least yeah. one of these. Cause, yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I, Netflix was the most expensive. So I was like, let's cut that one. Got it. And Hulu has Bob's Burgers, yeah. Futurama, I and it's always in Philadelphia. So those you. are the ones I'm keeping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I also got Lodge 49. You should check that out. Maybe I will. All right. And uh, uh, anyways. Um, and baskets. <laughs> Keanu Reeves in, in The Whole Truth. Oh, wait. Who? <laughs> uh, I I liked, I thought he did a great job in this. Yeah. I, I thought he did good. I thought he, I mean, the story didn't warrant him being the lead character. No. Um, Gugu, uh, you're definitely right that Gugu should have been the lead. Yeah. Uh, she should have definitely had the narration in the very least. For sure, definitely. Yeah. And uh, but I liked kind of like and he did a good job. He's he's the knowledgeable, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hotshot lawyer, mm-hmm. and he's revealing things as needs to be revealed to the characters in the film. And Keanu is playing it like mm-hmm. a lawyer mm-hmm. that has not committed a crime. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Like he's not showing his hand that like there's something. And I think that goes like speaks yeah, to yeah. like Keanu and yeah. the way the movie unfolds that like yeah. we're not really aware that like Keanu is even in on it necessarily at all at all no. until the end, which yeah. is kind of frustrating. But I just appreciate the fact that Keanu is like plays that well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he plays it as a guy who's just trying to get the kid off because right. he's a family friend, right? Um, which is what it, it is correct that is the way it should be you know? right um so i think yeah i think he he's a great, fine job i think he's great in the movie if I think, you're an uber fan whatever watch it and we are <laughs> yeah, so i well <laughs> <laughs> enough yeah to have watched it so uh, i i i appreciated what he was doing with the with the movie i i thought he was good with goo goo mm-hmm. good with goo goo yeah i'm good with goo um i thought yeah, like I thought their back and forths were like nice and like I thought they had like good chemistry together. Sure. Uh, even though her character was completely fucking pointless yep. and really, really frustrating. Yeah, offensive. Ultimately. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like offensive in like it's offensive to our intellect to have her just kind of there for no good reason. There for no good reason. And then to just like drop out of the picture yeah. at the end to just yeah. be like, okay, well, I guess something was nefarious here, but. I'm going to go home. <laughs> like, yeah. so stupid. Uh, and doesn't pay off at all. Yeah. Uh, and then, but the fact, th- also, too, the fact that she can tell when everybody's lying and she had no idea about Keanu Reeves the, the whole time. The whole time is stupid. Yeah. Uh, because he, I guess he's such a good liar that she, because he's a lawyer, yeah. that I, she I, couldn't do case. it. Yeah, but, case. anyways, but yeah, I thought Keanu was really good in it. And I thought he was good with, uh, with Mike, the, the kid who plays Mike. I thought uh-huh. he was good. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much else to say uh, no. other than like I, the only thing that I hated of his was the narration. Like, I hated mm-hmm. the narration because of stupid stuff like they ignored the law <laughs> and they ignored the facts and the, the law. Facts. Yeah, they, and they just listened to Mike. Because it, it uh, again, it's just like we don't need to be told this. No, like, and we've it, just been we were just shown this. Well, and <laughs> calling it out like like giving verbalizing it like that calls attention to how stupid it is, right? Like just letting it happen and I'm like, oh, it was so you know did not expect that outcome or something. Like, right, for sure. A better a better like result would be that like because of some like loophole in the law right. or some like new piece of evidence that was like undeniable or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end you're like, Oh shit. Like the, they didn't ignore the facts. They didn't, like, they, they followed the law. They followed the facts and they, he still, right. You know, it's well, still and unfolded I even, the way I that took that note of like, Oh shit. Cause when he comes onto the stand, Mike comes on the stand and talks about being molested part of me is like, oh, this is all fabricated. This is like primal fear. Yeah. And I thought that's what it was going to be is they were going to do do the thing to get him off and then he turns around and it's like revealed that he was actually the bad guy the whole time. Right? Yeah. I, I'm glad they didn't do that because sure. I kind of thought they were, were going to go that way too. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, Except for <laughs> smarter. I mean, I don't know if it would have been smarter necessarily, but Primal Fear is a better movie. Primal Fear is a better movie, mm-hmm. but because of a move, because Primal Fear did it so exists. well, the yeah. fact that no, like know, if this right. movie just did it, you're like, all right, well, you're just doing the thing and you're doing it worse. So why, why <laughs> okay. are you here? Um, <sighs> that question still lingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I I know. I got gotcha. you. I'm I'm picking it apart because you're right. It's it's a it's a C quality film. So why am I trying to evaluate it beyond that? 
Yeah, I guess because so. Because that's what I do. Because I'm an appreciator <laughs> of high art, my friend, and I will push my glasses up all the, all the way, way into my eyeballs. <laughs> into my eyeballs. <laughs> I will break my nose with my the frames of my glasses because I'm pushing them up so hard. <laughs> um, do you, how, so many that, words, how many words are you going to give it? Uh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm I feel so stuck right now because like I'm thinking of like Neon Demon from like last week and I think I gave Neon Demon 3 I mm-hmm. gave Neon Demon 3. It's a better movie. It's a better movie, but <laughs> it, it's a better movie, so that's why I'm not sure that I could give this 3. Uh-huh. But it, I've definitely given some way worse movies too. And uh, so I don't know what to say to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess if I'm being I guess I'm I, so I guess what it comes down to now is that the fact that like I was able to watch it so late at night and I was I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to and it wasn't a fucking slog to get yeah, through. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to give it a 3. I'm going to give it 3 woes. Wow, 3 woes? Yeah. yeah. Far out, dude. Because whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving your woe rating 5 woes. <laughs> it just wasn't I you were surprised at how better it was than you expected. Yeah, and okay. I feel like for a movie like that, three seems appropriate. Okay. So yeah, I'm giving it one woe, dude. <laughs> it's a one woe movie. <laughs> That's crazy. No, it's not. You I, think this is the same on the same yes, sk- like yes, same as Generation Um? Uh-huh. You think this is the same as Knock Knock? No, Knock Knock was zero. Huh? You gave knock, we all <laughs> I, gave, I think zero. we all gave Knock Knock zero. And honestly, if there was a Whatever knock knock's playing on the screen in the background somewhere, and this movie's playing on the screen in the background somewhere, I'm leaving knock knock on before I leave this one. On. Oh, just playing wowie, in the background, wowie. not like you know paying attention to it in any way. Maui wowie, that's, Maui oh wowie, that's cool. <laughs> or the one the the cop one. I'm leaving that one on the screen more than I'm leaving the Street one. Kings. Yeah, uh, I yeah. See, I think I would probably watch this before Street Kings. I'm not saying watch. I'm saying just leave it on in the background while I'm doing oh, something. Else. Oh yeah, I'd rather put this on than Street Kings anytime or knock knock i mean don't get me wrong i'm looking for anything i'm gonna put an infomercial on instead of any of those movies like generation um this is like a way i felt more engaged by generation um than this honestly in the end because generation um was like trying to be i don't know what i don't know what it was trying to be but Mm -hmm. this one like i've said like this one's trying to be a smart courtroom drama and then like pulling its own you know giving up on itself before it even gets there and that disappoints me because it could have been better yeah but so could most so could most things (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i struggle to even go to two with it i just one is it's as far as i really want to go with it okay wow i don't wow 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 i don't it's not engaging to me well i'm not gonna cry about it (laughs) I don't. I do not care enough to argue with you and try and convince you to give it any more. What was the, what was the one that you were so mad at me about? I care. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> oops. What are you doing? The show's over. <laughs> um. I think if it was, uh, I think if it was any, it probably would have been like 
Um, I went to rate something at three, and you're like, that is fucked up. <laughs> I, think, I can't. I can't remember what it was. I think it was. Well, well did I give? I gave Henry's Crime two. Okay. And, and I don't feel like this is as good as Henry's Crime. It's not nearly as. I would watch Henry's Crime before this. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. See, th- I kind of. I would put this with Henry's Crime. Like, I would kind of put them like right neck and neck with each other. Where like, I didn't hate. I didn't hate watching it. Like the experience of watching it, I didn't hate, and I liked parts of it. I guess it the tone the, of it just wasn't interesting to me. The, it just this, had that like red box kind yeah. of like silence where it just feels like there's no well, so that's kind of in it. but that's what I'm judging it. Like I'm judging it for what I'm trying to judge it for what it is, and not for like what like I think a good courtroom drama should be. I'm just like okay, you're like a VOD like on demand red box like courtroom drama that I'm gonna have to that i'm going i have to watch <laughs> you're legally obligated I'm to li- watch this. i've signed contract upon contract <laughs> uh but yeah for something like that this movie is like definitely it's definitely like a cut above a lot of other movies of this caliber like that's that's kind of what i'm i'm reading it based okay. on yeah, right. so um i can't remember the one that i got i got mad it was probably i think you gave like constantine two I think no. I gave something a three, and you're like, that was too high because you're like, that's what you gave Bogus Journey, and you're telling me this is as good as Bogus Journey, and and that that convinced me that I was wrong. Oh, I think I think that might have been Street Kings. No, 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 no. Are you no. sure? No, no, no. Street Kings. I was gonna go two, and and I went one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that was way too high as well. Yeah, what, that's two fun, was it's too funny because we we it seems like we've gone back and forth a lot about who's more <laughs> who's forgiving more for, about. Yeah, yeah. Cause well, because Street Kings at least was like action-packed right like so it's a piece of shit movie but like it's movement on the screen it's like, moving and shaking and yeah, there's something that's what i'm saying like if, it, if you're in a bar or something that's playing in the background you're like huh, what's going hey, on in that kings. movie <laughs> yeah, but if, if this movie's playing you're like is this an infomercial i'm gonna go to the bathroom this, is this judge judy <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go watch youtube yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go watch anything do they even play YouTube? movies do they even have movies playing in the background of bars anymore like i feel like that yeah, was, sometimes really? well, it's yeah. usually more tv though i guess it'll be yeah. like tbs or something like that but i feel like south park's on in a lot of bars is it i don't <laughs> i don't go to a lot of bars that's shocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the fucking whole truth of it right there. The whole fucking truth of the fucking a, matter. The whole truth. You know what's next? Oh, wait, no. I know what's next. Sorry. I do know what's I gotta next. I got to say, I thought it was John Wick too, but we're almost there. It's John Wick. Uh, <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga, chapter two. <laughs> I forgot that was uh, dude, I think every, it's never mentioned in the next two movies. Is that why? Okay, the only only the, the bad guy in the first one. The bad guy calls him the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. But when we, I think just when we went to revisit it this last time, I was like the Baba Yaga. That's <laughs> such a funny name to yeah. call like the da- most dangerous man in the world is. Yeah. Oh, the Baba, Baba Yaga. Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Baba Duke, where everybody's like, "Okay, that movie sucks," and then they, they see it, they're like, "Oh, this is great." Oh, that movie's so great. The mo- yeah, the movie's incredible, but yeah. the fact that it's called The Baba Duke. The Baba Duke. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are you gonna go see this weekend? Oh, I really want to check out The Baba Duke. <laughs> The what? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds like the Lorax or something, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, man. I fell asleep in that movie. In the Lorax? Mm. Um, when we first, when, when we, one time we moved to to Denver. One time. <laughs> one, this one time when we moved to Denver. Uh, we, like, were moving into our new place, and, 
like we arrived like late at night and like we, it was going to be like a week and a half before our internet was set up right uh which was crazy it was right. so stupid and we so we just went to like walmart and bought like a few like five dollar movies right and finn picked out the lorax and so we all watched the lorax like 10 times Oof. that way because <laughs> it was just one of the only things we had of around. course oh boy well uh, that's what little kids will do yeah exactly yeah. um he also went through like a very long phase where he's watching the my little pony movie like three times a day <laughs> <laughs> i have also experienced that when when finn was two he wanted to watch that movie all the time <laughs> also when we like when we had just moved to denver uh and ashley was working like a bunch right and i was it was just me and finn at home and uh he like we would wake up and he'd be like, "Can I watch My Little Ponies?" My, he, would, he would say, "My Little Pony movie," and I'd be like, "Sure." And then like it would end and he'd be like, "Can I watch that again?" And I'd be like, "Are you serious?" And then at first I was like, "Sure, I guess I can watch it again." Like if you really like it, and then it'd be like the third time I'd be like, "Dude, we cannot watch My Little Ponies again. Are you serious? We have to watch something else. Like we have to do something else. We cannot just watch it a third time." And then it'd be like around dinner time, and I'd be making dinner, and he'd be he would be like bugging me and pestering me about something. I'd be like, "Do you just want to watch My Little Ponies so I can cook this fucking dinner?" <laughs> and he would, and that was like two months. It was like two I can months. believe it. No, I, you know, kids are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Little tiny people are insane people. Yeah, and also like you could show me a part of that movie, and I wouldn't recognize it no. because I was always tuned out. No, those every are, time it was. On. They are they're filmed and put produced in a way that does not resonate with an adult brain no. in any way. No. I, I those are those like Barbie movies. Yeah. And it, it's crazy too. Cause that's a musical movie. Like mm-hmm. there's songs in it. And I know like two lines from like 10 songs in that right. movie. That's, that's all it. I yeah, know. That's all that even stuck with you. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're terribly produced. Those yeah. are such garbage. Um, but uh, the next movie we're going to be talking about on this show is one I am actually pretty I'm looking forward to talking about. Yeah. I think uh I'm I'm really excited. It's uh, t- uh 2017 Netflix movie uh called To the Bone. Yeah. Uh with Lily Collins, Keanu Reeves, Lily Taylor, uh and Retta. <laughs> what? Retta. Retta? Uh-huh. What is that a what does that mean? Retta that's you don't just know who like Retta one, is? one no. Um She's very cool. She's from Parks and Recreation. Oh, she is in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but she she only, she's a one one word name. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah, she's just Retta. Retta. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, she has a little part in it, but uh, yeah. yeah. No, she's great in it. I, I uh, spoiler. I already watched it for the podcast. Oh, nice. I've seen it as well too. I hadn't seen it before, and I was looking forward to it, and it was great. I I, I mean, I don't want to start talking about it now, but. I well, may have cried a little bit. Then I'm really excited to revisit it. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, double spoiler: it is not going to be a one-one movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. If you started talking about it, and then you came back next week, you're like, "Yeah, you know what? I, I thought about it, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it a little bit more, and uh, yeah, no, it was zero woes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, uh, of course, um, no. That, I mean, well, oh, I guess before we end, uh, do all the podcast oh. stuff, all that normal podcast stuff. Rate and subscribe. Uh, re- give us a review on Apple Apple Podcasts. Uh, donate to our tip jar if you're feeling nasty. And <laughs> uh, we have some merch on Redbubble. Um, so if you want to check, if you want to wear Keanu Reeves' goddamn face on your fucking body, then uh, 
You can do that at our our Redbubble store. Redbubble. 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 That 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 stuff is pretty dynamite, actually. You have that sweatshirt and the hat. I like that stuff. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Keanu or the We Do Keanu ones yeah. that we have are are pretty cool. You can get you can get. We have like a notebook and uh, some masks if you're you know wanting to go Masks. out and party in public. You okay. can wear Keanu Reeves as your face. Do we on have your face? Have you got the pens yet? Where when you tilt them over Keanu's body he shows off and his clothes come off and he's naked those those naked pens do we, we don't have, have those yet we don't have those but uh, we do have one where me and Keanu Reeves are on opposite sides from each other and when we tip it upside down his dick floats <laughs> up into my mouth <laughs> All of this last bit, it's just no good. Yeah, it's all it's all gonna be cut. So no, it's not. You have not edited one second of this podcast. Oh, I've, I've edited hours. <laughs> I edited. Anyways, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, sticking with us through all this, and going on this journey with us. Uh, we love you, and Dylan, I love you. I love you too, Brett. <laughs> Until next time, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Got it. <laughs> Got it.